speech. If you come out and you are not connected, there will not be need for us to always gather. So I want to say thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone. God bless you all in the name of Jesus Christ. Quickly, tonight we are looking at the marching men of Valon. The Bible said in the book of Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. Ezekiel chapter 22, verse 30. We might want to ask, how does that relate to the message that we are preaching tonight? <laughs> You know, when we are talking about the, 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 the men of Valon, we cannot talk without measuring the name Gideon, the popular name that we all know in the scripture. But something related to that scripture that I just that is Ezekiel 22, verse 30. And he said, and I saw for a man among them that he should, he should make up the edge and stand in the gap between me, before me for the land that I should not destroy it, but I found none. Praise the Lord. But that is not our portion in the name of Jesus Christ, as we see in the book of Judges, chapter 6. In this Hezekiah, he said, he found a man to stand at the gap. He looked for a man in that family. He looked for a man in that community. He looked for a man in that home. He looked for a man to stand at the gap, to stand before him, so that he will not destroy them. So that what, what, the evil that is supposed to happen will not happen. The Bible said it found not. Praise the living Jesus. In the case of Gideon, in Judges chapter 6, Judges chapter 6, the Bible told us, when you read from verse 1, the Bible gives us the background of what happened to the children of Israelites, how the Amalekites are present, what give them room? You know, the Bible says something said, He that breaketh the edge, the serpent shall bite. So at this time, the children of Israelites, they are breaking the edge. So the, the, the serpent actually bite them through the Midianites. Midianites, they keep oppressing them, keep eliminating them because of the edge that they are broken. And the Bible said, when they cried out, they cried out when the oppression was too much, they cried out unto God. And God hear their cry. The Bible said in the book, in that, in that, in that Judges chapter 6, verse 7, and he said, it came to pass when the children of Israel cried unto the Lord because of the Midianites, that the Lord sent the prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus said the Lord, the God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt, and I brought you forth out of the house of bondage, and I deliver you out of the hand of the Egyptians. And out of the hand of all that oppress you, and drove you out from before them, and gave you their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not, fear not the gods of the Amorites, in whose land you dwell, but you will not obey my voice. Praise the living Jesus. So you see the God, you see where they break the edge. Verse 10 says, He said, and they will not hear. His voice. They did not hear his voice. So anytime we go astray, we open door for the enemy to come in. Anytime we walk in disobedience, we open door for the enemy to come in. But tonight, that is not where we are going to. We are looking at how these people was able to deliver. And now our family can also be delivered. The Bible says when they cry unto God, 
because of what they were going through in the hand of their enemy, because of the oppression, the people that was oppressing them. Out of mercy, God being a merciful God, being a merciful God, have to send somebody, send an angel to a man called Gideonite, called, called Gideon, rather, permit me. The God sent a man called Gideon. Verse 2 says, And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, and said, and said, and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. Now hear what Gideon said. And Gideon said unto him, Oh my Lord, if thou be with us, why then is all this befalling us? And where is all? And where be all his miracle which our father told us of? Saying, this not the Lord bring you out from Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. Praise the living Jesus. Most times, it's always like that for us, even men. That is why till today, some family are, are still going, are still in where they are. Some business are still in the level of where they are. Even our nation as well. Because the people that are sent out of fear have gone, have gone into hiding. When you read it, but when you read the story, when you start from Genesis, when you start from this, uh, when you start from Gideon, the, 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 the Judges chapter one to the end, you see actually what happened. The Bible said how the enemy, the Midianites, will pack all their, pack all their self without numbers. The Bible said it was no number. They were as many as locals, feel everywhere, distract all their food stock, distract everything that the Israelites do. To the extent that they were hiding in the process of where Gideon was hiding, that was where this angel of God, the angel of God, located him and said to him, That mighty man of valor. How many of us today are hiding because of the past? There are people today that would have done better, that have the key to deliver that family. There are people today that have the solution to that problem in that marriage, that have problem, that have solution to what is happening in our nation. But out of fear, they have gone into hiding. There are many that would have been a voice today, even in the youth life, even in the life of men, that have gone into hiding because of fear. And what is the fear? The fear is could be the past experience that you have had. You tried before, it couldn't work, so you don't want to take the risk again. You don't want to be embarrassed again. The, your fear could be unbelieved. Everybody have your fear could be an excuse. And you know what? One thing I have found out about God, one thing I have found out about God, God is not actually looking for a qualified man. God is not actually looking for that, 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 that educated or whatever you would describe that person. He's just looking for an available man. Because in the course of this program, I also realize that even in the life of Moses, the same thing also happened. When you start from Genesis, when you start from Genesis, Exodus chapter 3, chapter 3 and 4, you read, the, you see the account of how God, in God, the interaction between God and Moses, when he was told to go and deliver the children of Israel. The Bible says Moses started giving excuses. But Lord, you know I can't talk. You know my English is not cleared. You know I stammer. You know if I talk now, people will start laughing. But the Lord asked him, who, who is it that created your match? Who is it that made the English? Who is it that directed him? He was giving a speech. So also are we in the family today. A lot of us are fond of excuse. The reason why it cannot work. 
the reason why you cannot go, the reason why you cannot do it, the reason why you just have a reason, just have an excuse, series of excuses that we have given. But tonight, God will bring you out from that excuse in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That excuse that has hold you bound, that thought that has hold you bound, today there shall be a lifting in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And so the Bible said, and Gideon said unto the Lord, and Gideon said unto him, Oh my Lord, if the if Lord be with us, where are we going through this thing that we are going through? If the Lord is still indeed with us, where is his promises that he's promised us? Where is the prophecy? Where is the word of knowledge? Where is that? Where is that? Praise the living Jesus. You know, today now, when there are sometimes that maybe eventually, but eventually somebody is ministering and the word of knowledge come. Somebody, some people will just say, not today. We have been hearing it, back. Leave that story. That was how the other one came that day. He said, uh, this one, this will happen once today. It doesn't happen. The question you ask yourself, is it possible for God to lie? Is it possible for God to lie? There was a story about this, about a woman. When a man of God, a particular one man of God, one of the God's general, went a crusade to a minister. According to the testimony, and they said, immediately, the man of God said, immediately he walked into the church of the auditorium. And as he was walking to the altar, to the pulpit, the woman said in her heart and said, you see that they have come again. This time they will come and start deceiving people. This one have come again and to start deceiving people. And the man of God said, he connected to the spirit, he asked God, he said, what is it? What made this woman to make this comment? And the, God, the Holy Spirit told him, he said, because a lot of promises have come that are not yet fulfilled. <laughs> and the man of God kind of said, tonight, change our story. According to the story, after the program, the man of God gave a word of knowledge, the God general gave a word of knowledge and everybody went to. A year passed, the woman took him. It was actually uh, a delay in pregnancy, so the woman took him. She gave birth. As she was trying to raise that one, still winning, still breastfeeding the child, a man had to do what make him a man, and another baby came in. Just like that, like that, like that, like that, like that. And one day, the woman, the woman got provoked and marched to the house or marched to the pastor's house and said, What is your problem? What kind of problem? Prince is this. What kind of punishment is this? How, if where you, how would you feel? So I cannot even touch my wife again. Praise the living Jesus. God proved to her that there is no way that he can lie, no matter the challenges, no matter how long it is. Because the Bible taught us in the book of Abaco, it said the vision is here for an appointed time. The vision is here for an appointed time. Today we are talking about the mighty man of Valon. The mantleman of Valon, the responsibility that has been laid upon our shoulder that we have been groaned because of how we feel, because of this disappointment, because of the failure, because of this things in the society, because of the fear of no, has made a lot of us today abandon our responsibility. And Gideon started, started saying, How come, if indeed is God, if indeed he's still with us? How come this thing is happening to us? 
And the Bible said the Lord did not get angry with him. He did not get angry with him. And Gideon said unto him, Oh my God, that is vast, that is vast thing. Verse 14 said, And the Lord looked upon him and said, Go in this their minds, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have I not sent thee? Have I not sent thee? God is not looking for somebody that has it all. He wrote, no, he told the children of Israelites, he said, little by little will I remove this beast from you. So before, 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 before pride will overtake thee. If you are qualified, the reason why God will not look for the qualified one is because he understands men. When eventually they go in their mind, they will start bragging. Even with despite with the power with 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 the, with we go back we go back in, there are still some that will still brag. Uh, if we are not me, would the miracle have happened? Would the would person have received miracle? But forgotten that they are not the source of that miracle. Forgotten that if no God on their side, they wouldn't have been able to do that thing that they are doing. Let alone when they now be the manufacturer of it. So part of the reason why God is not looking for those that are qualified. He's looking for the weak one. So as long as, long as Gideon was concerned, Gideon was reading himself, reading himself up. But tonight, I have come to wake you up that you don't give up on God when God has not given up on you. Don't give up on God when God has not given up on you. Don't allow the present, the, what you are passing through at the moment, which is just for the temporary, which is what, just for a moment, to let you write yourself off and pack up and pack your bag and baggages and call it a day. It is a wrong mentality. It is a wrong mentality. There are something that is great in you, which you yourself you don't know, unless you draw close, unless you allow him to walk through you. Praise the living Jesus. And so he look unto him, look upon him and say, go in this might and in this belief. Yes, you believed that I did it. And the book of Hebrew told us that is this good, the same God of yesterday, today and forever. That if you can be able to, if you, can, if you have done it then, he can do it again and again and again. That he's able to repeat what he has done before. And he told him, go in this mind. Undermining the excuse that he was giving. Undermining the, what he was saying. Praise the living Jesus. Verse 15, and he said unto him, Oh my Lord, where we shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is my family is poor in Manasseh. I am the least in my father's house. What is your question? What is your what is your excuse? What is your excuse? God is not after your background. God is not after your back accounts. God is not after your profession. God is not after the, the, the level of your education. What is your excuse that have made you to allow your family to suffer what they are, what they are suffering? That has allowed you, that, has, that you have allowed the community to pass through what they are passing through today. What is that your excuse that you have refused to get it in life? What is that thing that you have, what is that? Is it, is it, is it an excuse or is it a sin? That you have reviewed, that you have refused to let go in your life. Praise the living Jesus. Until you come 
to realization. There is nothing any man can do. God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. So he started giving excuse. You know, we are poor. We are the least in the, in the, in, in the knowledge of Manasseh. Our family is poor. How would I go? Just like Moses was saying. How would you go? How would you just look, go and look for somebody else? Sir, Ma, enough of our hiding. Enough of your hiding. You have hide enough. You know, one thing we must realize. Now, when you look at this, when you look at the story of, when you look at the story of Gideon, the Bible said, the angel of the Lord appeared to him where he was hiding from the Midian and from the enemy. In other words, you cannot hide from God. You cannot hide from God. That is the truth. You can hide it from me. You can hide it from your pastor. You can hide it from anybody. You can hide it from friends. But you cannot hide from God. So the earlier you realize this, the better it is for you. That even if you're hiding, you cannot hide forever. Praise the living Jesus. So where he was hiding because of the enemy and the angel of the Lord appeared unto him. And David said, where will I flee to? If I go to the bundle of pit of hell, there you are. If I go under the sea, there you lay your bed. So where is it that, where, where do you think, how, how long do you think you can hide? So the earlier you realize that without you, that assignment, nobody can do it. The earlier you realize that that portion without you, that nobody can do it. The earlier, the better that you realize that nobody can take your place. The earlier, the better for every one of us. Praise the living Jesus. So this also makes us to understand the reason why you and I must lead up to the standard of God. Because there are destinies that are assigned to you, sir. There are destinies that are assigned to you that when you fail, those destinies will fail. There are people that are looking out to you that if you fail, those people will fail. And so the Bible makes us to understand in the book of Matthew. say, let your light so shine before me that they may see your Father which is in heaven and glorify him. One thing I've come to realize, I always tell myself and I always tell people that I'm privileged to meet, that that gift that God gave you, that potential in you, God did not give you for fashion and design. God did not give you because you desire it. God did not give you because for your personal use. He gave you that gift so as to bring soul to his kingdom. Praise the living Jesus. So it is better you realize now that everything that God has given you, you will give account of it, of how you use it. The potential that he has deposited in you, the gift of God, the gift that he has deposited in you. Stop giving excuse. Stop living a life of excuse. Wake up from your sleep. Wake up from your slumber. Gideon was giving an excuse. The excuse that Gideon was giving to him is genuine, but before God, it's not. Because he knows who he has made him of. Praise the living Jesus. So he asking, go in this mind. You have heard what I did, and I can be able to do it again. You have been hearing about men of God. You have been hearing how God has raised the, as God has raised the dead to a servant of God. He's telling you that, yes, you can do better. He's telling you, yes, you can do better. 
because his spirit is in you. God help us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. And verse 15 said, and I said unto him, Oh my God, where we shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I'm the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt spend the midnight as man. Praise the living Jesus. He said he will be with him. He said it would be with him. Even with that promise, it was still not enough. Gideon was still not satisfied because of the fear. Because of the fear of the past. Because of his experience that he has had in the land. Because of the oppression that he has suffered. There are a lot of people today if only they were able to renew their mind with the work of God and let go of the past, that would have done better, far better than where they are today. Somebody was telling me a story of recent about how a young lady charmed a man that disappointed her and eventually the man romant because the man disappointed her. And I told her, I said, look, she wouldn't have need to go through all that. Possibly God who knows better know why he wanted to deliver. Possibly there are something that God has seen ahead of the marriage that made the man to disappoint her. There is another people that always say, ah, the reason I'm not married today is because all men are the same. The reason I'm still single today is because all women are the same. Come out of that mindset. Come out of that mindset. Don't allow the enemy to deceive you. Don't allow the enemy to see your joy. God knows better than you know yourself. He knows you better than you know yourself. He knows your ending from the beginning. From the beginning, he has known your ending. The future of tomorrow, he has traveled so he can tell you what is, what is there. For help us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So don't allow the excuse to hold you captive. Stop living your past. Stop living your past. Stop allowing the past to control your mind. Stop allowing the past to control your mind. He said he will be with him and he will speak to the, the, the media like as a man. And he said unto him, if I fall, if I have found grace in their sight, then show me a sign. Praise the living Jesus. A lot of us have seen a sign even in our dream, yet we are still not convinced. Even I, I, every day in our life, we experience one miracle or the other. It's a miracle. One of the greatest miracles is to sleep and wake up. One of the greatest miracles is that you have opportunity that you give your life to Christ. Because the Bible said if we were to mark iniquity, there are one that, are, that, 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 that wouldn't have been able to stand today. So it's a miracle that you and I are alive. That is the greatest miracle that we can have. It's the greatest miracle that we are, you and I can have. But we are looking, but because of the desire, the particular one we are asking God for, the particular miracle that we are asking God for, he has not done it. Make us to believe that. Mm -mm, it's not God. He has not answered my prayer. He has faith. God has disappointed. May God help us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God will help us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. So he asked for sign. Out of here, he start asking for sign. 
though there is, is there is nothing wrong that he asked for sign because a lot of a lot of, a lot of the, the 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 society we are today some people were out of maybe joblessness or disappointment or some other thing and pick up the bible and say they are called <laughs> god help us in the name of jesus christ so when you are called because he called him he backed him up so when you read the full story of the gideon of gideon you see how he defeated his enemy like the the, the god servant said when he was introducing the program he said he was he referred he, referred, he told he told us how gideon after with 300 with 300 men was able to defeat the 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 the, the, the enemy the bible make us to understand thousands came out but the lord said no i'm not interested in number i'm not the god of number this is i just want my name to be glorified praise the living jesus he just wants his name to be glorified it's not, not, by, not, by power, not by power, not by might, but by the Spirit of God, say the Lord. So God is not interested in the level of your education. God is not interested in what, how you speak, your level, your background, or whatever that may come to your mind, that you are seen as an excuse, that you are not as handsome, you are not as handsome as, 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 as he is. You are not as tall as, as he is. So God is looking for the Gideonite of this generation. Even though people around you despise you, the Lord is still with you. Praise the living Jesus. So in our family today, in our society today, God is still looking for, the Gideon, for that Gideon that will come out and save us. With the present situation we are now, which I'm sure that everybody, every one of us is aware. So God is looking for the Gideon that will rise. May he find us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. May he find one tonight in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. So some things that we must take notice of. Realize one thing. Like I said, don't give up on yourself. People around you might despise you. People around you might say all sorts of things about you. I remember when I gave my life to Christ, eh? a friend looked at me and said, it's because <laughs> you, are, you are beside to humble because you have been you have been expelled from the school. So there is nothing, that is why you, you now remember that that is God. But I know how I have my counter. So I did not allow what he said to, to distract me. If I've allowed it, maybe by today, I would have gone back to where I'm coming from. Praise the living Jesus. So don't allow what people, to, what people say to stop you. Don't allow what people to say to stop you. People with destiny despise you. They despise Jesus. They say don't to him. They say to him. That he cast out devil in the name of devil. He remember the, the accusation, but yet he did not allow that to do him any harm. Another thing again that we must take notice of tonight: if the Lord is with us, he said, if the Lord is with us, in where where would I be where I am today? The fact that you are going through that situation, the fact that you have prayed and the prayer has not come doesn't mean that God has not God has not heard you, or doesn't mean God has forsaken you. Because the Bible makes us to understand that it makes all things beautiful in its own time. A songwriter said, like the man that took the, that the, that the pastor, that the, the man of God that took the worship just now, he said, you got time and seasons in your hand. So he got time. He determined the time. He determined the seasons of our life. We are not, we are not the one to decide for him. We are not the one that tell him 
when to answer, what not to answer. Praise the living Jesus. So the fact that God is with us doesn't mean that everything will have it at a snap of finger. The fact that God will with us doesn't mean that we will live a life of bread and butter. Praise the living Jesus. So your suffering or the delay to that answer, to that, to that request, has not said that God has forsaken you. That you are married for years now. The people that you marry with are, are stopped giving birth, putting, giving birth, doesn't mean God has forsaken you. That your business is not growing like other people, doesn't mean that God has forsaken you. That your children are not be doing better like others, doesn't mean that God has forsaken you. I don't know what the excuse is that would have made it to conclude that God has forsaken you. But tonight, I want you to have myself that God has not forsaken you. That the miracle that you are waiting for has not come doesn't mean that God has left you alone. Praise the living Jesus. So all you just need to do is to believe because Gideon believed. Gideon believed. And one thing I also say here, I say, have faith, not fear. Hebrew 11, 16. Hebrew 11, 6. Have faith, not fear. Have faith, not fear. Fear is opposite of faith. Fear is opposite of faith. You cannot say you have faith and still be having and still and still be scared of that thing. It's not possible. You can't have faith and miss it with fear. Hebrew 11, Hebrew chapter 11, verse said, But without faith, it is impossible to please God. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and he, he, he is he, that he is and that is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. So your faith is very important. Your faith, we walk by faith and not by sight. We walk by faith and not by sight. So we must have that belief that whether it's lay us, he's still God and he never change. He must have faith. He must have faith. Faith is the currency that we spend in the spiritual world. Praise the living Jesus. And also believe him that has sent you. You have to believe, you have to have faith and believe. He said to him, he said, I will be with you so that you'll be able to do so by that. He will deal with them. He will overcome the, the enemy as a man. So there is a, you need to believe everywhere that he has spoken to you, every, every of his utterance to you. Every of his utterance to you. Verse 16 says, And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee. And another thing, another thing that I want us to know tonight, that no matter what, what you are going through, this is that is always with you. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 11. Isaiah 54 verse 11. Isaiah 54, verse 11. And he said, O thou, and he said, O thou afflicted, those with tempest are not comforted. Behold, I lay 
they, they laid their stones upon their fear color and lay a foundation with. Okay, this is not where I'm going to. Praise the living Jesus. So he promised us, he said, whatever, he said, when, even when we go through the fire, that he will go with us. When you go through water, he will go with us. So he's always with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. So we must have that mindset. And we must understand that our God never leaves us. He will never forsake us. Praise the living Jesus. So the fact that you are going through what you are passing, what you are going through now, doesn't mean that God has forsaken you. Doesn't mean that God has leave you. Doesn't mean that God has said, has closed the chapter about your matter. God will help us and give us the understanding in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Finally, I also, I also want us to know that when God, when God call you, when God call us, when God give us, give us an assignment, he made provision for us. He made provision for us. So when he called Gideon, immediately he called Gideon, he sent men with him. When he called Moses, when Moses was giving excuse of his eloquence that he cannot speak the bible said and he said unto him said don't worry Aaron will go with you and I will make you a god to Aaron a god to, 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 the, to, to Pharaoh that I'm sending you to so anytime that God gave, God sent us an assignment he never leave us he equipped us with all that we need praise the living Jesus when Jesus was true with his tenor on earth the Bible said, he said, there is a need for him to go. That, that if he doesn't go, the comforter will not come. So it was for our own good that he good, that he, that he had to go, so that the comforter will come. Praise the living Jesus Christ. So God never leave us. God never forsake us whenever he sends us an assignment. God is not interested in qualification, like I said earlier about availability. He's not interested in your in your whatever, but he's just interested in your availability. Don't say you don't have anything to give. Don't say you don't. You have a lot to give. You have a lot to give. There are people that want you to smile. Your smile can whistle to the kingdom of God. Your encouragement can, 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 make, can make somebody's day. Your laugh can make somebody's day. So when we are talking about Serving God, what the first place that our mind go to when we are talking about giving most, and the first place our mind go to is financial things or whatever. So you have a lot. God has deposited a lot in you that you can use to bring so to the kingdom of, of God. God help us in the name of Jesus Christ. Like I said earlier, if God did not go disqualify you, don't disqualify yourself. If God has not disqualified you, please, I beg of you, don't disqualify yourself. And one thing I've realized, it happened to every man that has a genuine call. I remember in the case of mine also, I run, I tried to like dodge it, but it wasn't working. And one day I was just coming, it was just as if it's a, 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 it's a post before me. He said, without me, you can do nothing. Without me, he can do nothing. And after that, I did not hear, but I realized that the more I tried to make it on the other way, the more worse it become for me. 
So I have no choice. I have to hands up. So he cannot run forever. Remember that the Lord is looking for the Gideon of this generation and which you are. That is why you are the mighty man of valor. That is why you have to buckle up and take up that responsibility, which I'm sure you cannot afford to disappoint God. God bless us in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Shall we begin to appreciate the name of God? Time with time fail us. Would have been able to look at the characteristic of matching man of valor, but time is not on our sides. But I just want us to appreciate God tonight and say, Father, thank you, Lord God, Father. Thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your words. Thank you for your wonderful words. Thank you for your mercy. Thank you for whom you are. Thank you for whom you are. Father, Lord, we say thank you. Father, Lord, we say thank you. Father, Lord, we say thank you for this privilege of tonight. Father, we bless your holy name. Lord, we magnify you. Lord, we exalt you. We thank you because you alone is God. We thank you because you are faithful and righteous God. To you alone receive all the glory, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, sir. The Bible says, Paul planted Apollo, watered the Lord, give it increase. You are going to pray, Holy Spirit of God. Interpret your word to me. Speak to me, Lord, in a language that will understand. Help me to pick other assignments. Help me to pick other assignments. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Lord, you said you will never leave me or forsake me. You say you will never leave us or forsake us. Father, Lord, help me, oh Lord. Lord, help me, Lord. I come against fear. I come against fear. I come against fear. I come against fear in the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of fear, every spirit of fear that is ruling that mind in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I come against you now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every fear, every fear, every fear that has killed that, that, has killed that life, captivity now in the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to lose your hold. 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 In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, whatever the any idea that the enemy is taking advantage of your own believer, tonight it expire in the name of Jesus Christ. I overrule every of the assignment in that life. I overrule the assignment of the enemy in that life. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, hey, I decree, I declare healing, healing upon that body, healing upon that soul. That soul in that leg, that injury in that leg, in the name of Jesus Christ, the Lord sent forth his word and his word located them and healed them and delivered them from every distortion. You are healer in the name of Jesus Christ. Healing is your portion. Healing is your portion. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. Receive your healing. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing. In the name of Jesus Christ, receive your healing. In the name of Jesus Christ, I decree and I declare that every strong man, every strong woman that is behind that marital issue, that want to scatter this home, that want to scatter that marriage, that want to scatter that family, I render the impotent in the name of Jesus Christ. I render that strong man impotent. I render that strong woman impotent in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Every power, every spirit that is connecting you to your grandmother, every spirit of, of your grandmother that is affecting your marriage, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I send them, I send that out of your life. I send it out of your life by fire in the name of Jesus Christ. The spirit of your grandmother in the name of Jesus Christ that is tormenting you, that is tormenting that marriage. Their time is up in your life. Their time is up in your life. 
In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray down the hand of God upon you. I pray down the hand of God upon that family. I pray down the hand of God upon that marriage. I pray down the hand of God upon that business. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. The Lord is showing me a particular tree in this family. Whether this, this, this one looks like whatever tree or whatever tree. The Lord said, I should tell you, if you have anointing on you, if you don't have one, go and buy it. If you don't have anointing, if you don't have any in the house, go and buy one. Look for, go to any of any body that you have a regard for, that is a father, that is a pastor around you, maybe your child where you worship or whatever. To bless that anointing oil for you, go and anoint that anointed tree. Go and anoint it. Every of their plan over your life will cease in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Father, Lord, we thank you. Lord, we bless your holy name. Commit that project of your daughter and your son into your hand. Baba, Lord, I say, shall come to limelight in the name of Jesus Christ. Blessed be your holy name forever. Jesus' precious name, we have prayed. In. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless us all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. God bless you. I need bless. Can you just in one, in one minute just pray for the God servant that just bless us right now? In need and bless. I don't know about you. In need and bless. I'm energized. Lord. Making the first partake of what they're using for tonight in the name of Jesus. Every word that they have spoken out of will not return void, but it will go into where God wanted to grant the bring of testimony, manifestation in the name of Jesus. Like a tree that is possible the first speaker, two people, very quickly, just two people. Maybe this was stuck out to you. This is what you heard, or you have um, an addition, or God ministered to you upon your heart. You want to share with us? We have just two minutes to do that. Two people, two people, two people. If you don't volunteer yourself, I will call a name. Yeah, this is a conference. This is not uh, a preaching time. It's a conference. And I know the man of God at this time some point was stuck out to you. Doesn't have to be verbatim, but was stuck out to you. Show that you're learning. Anyone? Anyone? Please, if you can, just unmute yourself. Um, 10 seconds to go. I'm going to call somebody. Okay. Yeah, Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, 
according to what we've uh, the word that we've learned uh, one of the things i learned or gained is that um some destinies are are tied to our own destinies that if 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 we fail to fulfill destiny then those destinies also will not be fulfilled and um and also that um that we must try and make ourselves um, available for God to use. Amen. God help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. That was, a, that was a profound statement. Thank you very much. That God bless you in the name of Jesus. Anybody else? Anybody else? Addition? Let's talk out to you what you learned. Okay. Okay. Without wasting our time, I know that... Um, we have uh, just one more speaker, and I pray in the name of Jesus. Um, tonight, you know, God has prepared his servant for us. And um, I'm just going to say a little brief about him. Um, his name is, um, I call him Coach. He's a coach by profession. And um, I really learned a lot. My short time I've met him, um, I've learned a lot. And God has used him to touch several lives. And, um, and God is still using him. And it's a privilege tonight I have from his busy schedule and to shock you all, all the way from Poland, all the way from Poland. And um, we're able to plug in into his busy schedules just to have him tonight. And I want to tell you something, that's one, what relationship can do for you. Sometimes what money cannot buy, relationship can buy for you. You know, and it's in, in the business that we, we run together, it's, he introduced me to a very lucrative business. And ever since I met him, I didn't regret meeting him. And uh, I've been inspired. I've attended one of his sections and uh, I've been inspired where you have hundreds of people attending the meeting and um, they were mightily blessed. Um, without wasting much of our time, I wanted to join hands with me give Jesus the praise tonight in the life of his servant as I welcome Coach Sheyi Durojayi. Just give it up for God in his life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you. i tonight's meeting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Samuel Adine. Consider it a big privilege to be here. It's I want to thank you for the for the invite. I take it all for granted. I'm grateful for it. And I really hope that our people are not sleeping. So if you are sleeping, please wake up uh, because we're going to hear something that um, can transform our lives. Um, Pastor Solomon James, thank you for that word. I was with you from beginning to the end. I was inspired. Use me, use everybody. Thanks for that reminder. And thank you for those words of knowledge that you gave. God bless you more and more in Jesus' name. So, um, those are the night program and um, temptation to sleep abound. So, I'm going to try to make it sharp and concise. And I'm praying that we get something quite tangible. So, I'm going to be sharing my screen with us um to make this time so can we see my screen 
can we see the screen? Okay, I want to believe that we can see the screen. So what I've been asked to talk about today is the principles and keys, principles and keys um, for business settlement. Okay, for business settlement and career acceleration. My name is Shadri Jai, and I'm a life coach, a mind coach, and an emotional coach. So I'm going to start. Um, okay, so the first thing I want to say tonight is that business is not busyness. Okay, before I even go there, I think, um, okay, yeah, business is not busyness. Yeah. A lot of us are into business. We are busy, but we are not into business. So I want you to know, so ask yourself this question, Am I into business or am I just being busy? Now, how do you know if you are into business or you are, or you are just being busy? Look, if your business every day is not generating you your income, you could as well just be busy and not be in business. If what you are doing is not impacting your your immediate environment, you could as well just be busy and not be in business. Business, if all you do does not retain customers, as a matter of fact, the essence of business is not profit. The essence of business is customer retainership. That might not be what we're gonna talk about. The owner of the business might sell the business for profit, but the real essence of business is not for profit in itself, but it is for customer retainership. That's another talk for another day. So the bottom one I want to clarify you, I always ask yourself this question, am I just being busy or am I actually into business? Because we want to talk about what can make a business to grow. So the first thing is that, am I into business or I'm just busy? Because it's not worthy to wake up every day and night and just go out and come back and you are just not making the profit, you're not retaining customership. So get it clear in your mind, business is not the same thing as business. So which one do you find yourself? Are you just being busy or you're actually in business? The second thing I want to clarify before we move on is that activity is not equal to productivity. So I'm asking you, are you just full of activity or you are actually being productive? Very, very few. I mean, when I look at our environment as a country in Nigeria, I see so much activity and I see less productivity. You see people moving here and there. They are tired, they are worn out. But you ask yourself, what have you made out of this busy activity today? Almost nil. And that is not the will of God for any of us. The will of God is that in all that we do, we profit. In all that we do, we are productive. We are not just into activity. In all that we do, we are making impact. When Jesus was on earth, in all his activity, it was, it was being productive. Since everywhere he go, he was doing good. 
if he's not healing the sick, he's opening the eyes of somebody. If he's not opening the eyes of somebody, he's feeding 5,000 people with food. He's everywhere he went, he was productive. So gonna ask yourself, am I just carrying out activity daily or am I being productive? Having said all that, I want to start today's um, talk with these two scriptures. And um, from there, we'll just move on and we'll be very fast about it. And my first scripture tonight is in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 19. I love scripture so much. And I, I'm believing that it's going to deliver some of us here today. It says, the labor of the foolish wearied every one of them <laughs> because he knoweth not how to go to the city. I wanted to know that scripture. He said, that means somebody is laboring, is working. Somebody is doing a lot of activity. But that person can become a foolish person. He said, the labor of a fool, he weary everyone. Why? Why is not? That, that's why I said earlier that activity is not productivity. Being busy is not being in business. You can be labor and that labor is wearing everybody around you. He's wearing the wife, he's wearing the children, he's wearing your father, he's wearing your mother. The singular reason why your labor is becoming a weary and not a profit to you is because you do not know the how. When you lack the knowledge, when you lack the know-how, your labor becomes a weary and not a profit. When you do not know the how, you become a fool and not the wise. That's what Scott is saying here. So I want to ask you, are you a foolish person or are you a wise person? And what separates you from being wise and being foolish is you knowing the how, the know-how. And look at John chapter, I mean, you, I want in John chapter 6, verse 5 and 6. This was a story of when Jesus fed the 5,000 people. See what happened here. The Bible says that, I mean, before they got to that point, Jesus was talking to the people. He says, how do we feed these people? This is a 5,000 men. In other words, children not counted, women not counted, but the men that were counted were over 5,000. So he was asking, man, how are we going to feed these people? This is a large crowd. So disciples say, but Bible says, when Jesus, it says, when Jesus lifted, I mean, verse 5 says, when Jesus then lifted up his eyes, he saw a great company come unto him. Then he said unto Philip, he says, when shall we buy bread that this may eat? But listen to verse 6, that's where I want to bring up. He says, and this is said, this was Jesus, to prove him. It means that the question Jesus asked, that when shall we buy bread that this may eat? Jesus asked Philip, not because of anything, but to prove him. He says, and this is said to prove him, that him that was referring to Philip. For he himself knew what he would do. In other words, at every point in Jesus' life, he knew, he had the know-how to everything about around him. It was never in the dark. It was never in, 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 in lack of knowledge of what to do. So 
when he was asking Philip, he knew what he was going to do. He knew that these people are going to eat. There's going to be 12 basket left. So the knowing made Jesus not to become a fool, made him to stand out everywhere he found himself. So I'm asking you, do you know? And that's what I want to be that tonight, by the few knowledge information that will be given to you, it's going to take you out of ignorance into knowledge. Listen to me. What will separate great men and mean men, mundane people, is knowledge. The scripture says, my people perish because they lack the knowledge. When you don't know, <laughs> you will be exploited. It says, they that do know their God, they shall be strong. But they that do not know their God, they shall be weak and they shall be exploited. But those who know, they shall be strong and they shall do exploit. Are you being exploited or you are doing exploit? The difference is in the knowledge. Do you have the knowledge? Do you know? The labor of a fool weary it. So let's just move fast because of time. So the first thing that can help you to accelerate in your business and your, whether you are into business or you're into career, you're working for somebody, your belief system is a key factor. You are where you are today because of your belief system. What is belief? Belief is what runs you unconsciously. Some of us here today who believe, believe that you might not, you can't be a multi-millionaire. Not because you have the proof. Beliefs are something that there, there's no proof for it. You just believe it. If I ask someone, can I, if, can you undo, if I give you 10 million naira, what can you do with it? Someone will say, ah, it's a lie. It's not possible. Because there's something in you, which is your belief, that cannot even bring your head to the fact that you can undo 10 million. And if you are going to accelerate in life, go higher in your business, you've got to be careful with your belief. You've got to identify the belief that is running in you. So you always act in a manner that is consistent with your belief. Listen to me. The state you are right now is not because you don't desire to be great. You are where you are because of a system called your belief system that is running in you. You can't do anything outside your belief because it is unconscious. Somebody says they give everybody one, one million naira. He says in a matter of time, the money will go back to where they came from. Why? Because if you do not have the belief of a, of a breakthrough person, you will squander the money. Look at the, the, the prodigal son. The belief system was to keep spending unknown to him. He collected everything and he wallowed up in waste. You do not necessarily believe what you see. And this is very critical. Or rather, you see what you believe. And that is why you can say anything. You can say, I'm rich. I am um, I'm rich. I can't be poor. But listen to me, if your belief system is saying that you are poor, what you keep saying that you'll be poor. So more than ever before is for you to ask yourself and search yourself and, and look within yourself if you're going to grow in your business, if you're going to go to the next level, if you're going to scale up what you do, is to ask yourself, what is the belief that is running me? What are the things that I believe in unconsciously that is determining the things around me? You do not just, you don't, you don't believe what you see. You see what you believe. 
So what you are seeing is a product of the things you believe in. And it's so bad that a lot of our beliefs is limiting beliefs. If I ask you, can your business count, the business you run at the moment, can it count, I mean, before the end of July, can it count, do you see, can it count 10 million in profit or rather in, even in turnover? I'm sure some of you have said it's not possible. Self-limiting beliefs. So you've got to deal with those beliefs because if you don't deal with them, they will deal with you. As a matter of fact, they're going to keep you at a low level for the rest of your life. Those limiting beliefs, they act like breaks. They will hold your potentials. They will make you not to become great. They will, and that's why they're holding you back. So until you, you must break free from them as fast as you can. You must break free from everything that is not right. Everything that is telling your head that you cannot be great. Your business cannot become great. You cannot be, I mean, you're, I mean you can't be promoted. You cannot end one millionaire salary. <laughs> you must break free. And now the, 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 the thing about limiting beliefs is that they generate two things in your heart, doubt and fear, doubt and fear. And that's why a lot of times there's a doubt in your heart is that, can I become great? Can I be successful? You are afraid of your tomorrow is because of the beliefs in you. So you must accept as the basic principle that you don't have any limits going forward. I want to be just very fast. You don't have any limits. You must break free from everything that is holding your mind down. Break free from them. The second thing I want to share today, if you're going to scale up your business, scale up in your, in, in, in your workplace, is that you must be persistent. You must have what we call a persistent spirit. Look, nothing in life will come easy. Nothing will come, they can come easy, but most things will not come that easy. So when things do not come that easy, you must have that tenacity to stay in it until it produced what you need. So what is persistent? So it is your, abil your ability to persist in the face of setbacks and disappointment is your measure of your, you know, of your belief in yourself. You no, know, we just talked about belief. Now, one of the ways that your belief shows is that your ability to stay put in what you are doing, regardless of what is happening, it shows how much you believe in yourself and your ability to succeed. And that's why a lot of a lot of times you do something today, it's not succeeding to back it up. Is it show that you are not persistent? You don't believe in yourself. You don't believe in your ability to succeed. So if you're going to succeed, you must be persistent. You must learn to stay, regardless of what you are seeing. You know, I told you earlier that. It, it, you don't see what you, I mean, you don't say what you see. You don't believe what you see. You see what you believe. If you believe you are going to be successful, no matter what is happening at any material time, they don't determine your actions because it's what you are seeing is what you're going to, you want to get. And that's what you're going to pursue. Those who give up easily are people that do not believe in themselves and their ability to succeed. Persistency is self-discipline in action. A lot of times we face discouraging times. Jesus, when he was on earth, faced a lot of discouraging times, even from his disciples. At the point, he said, let us go and pray. And when he 
took them to the mountain to pray. Before he knew it, they all slept. It, that was quite discouraging. And he told them, guys, you guys can even pray for me for just an hour. So persistency is self-discipline. I use self-discipline. If you have money today for business, are you sure you can hold on to that money and not spend it? Are you self-disciplined? If you're going to scale up in your business, you've got to be disciplined. I mean, really, really disciplined. Success is not for people who are free. I mean, who are just not, I mean, who are not serious. When you can still keep moving in spite of setbacks and challenges, then you are showing that you have self-mastery and self-discipline. There's a song that says, nobody told me the road will be easy. And that's the truth. You are going to face a lot of things that make you want to say, I give up. You are going to put, do some investment and those investments will go back. No matter how, even be talking on a fire, be speaking in tongues and fire will come out of your mouth. You, if you are going to go into business, there are times that will happen that you will lose money. Are you going to give up when those times come? So persistence is key. Ability to stay put, still doing what you're doing, what you believe that this thing is device is what I'm called to do, and I will continue to do it until my breakthrough comes out of it. It is the spirit of never giving, never, never giving. It is the tenacity. When you back all of your goals and plans with unshakable determination and persistence, you will eventually find out there is nothing in this world that can stop you. Nothing. And I want you to write down today that failure is not an option for you. Failure is never an option. When you fail, you're only learning. Failure is a learning point. You're only learning. So whatever business you find yourself and you're failing it, don't give up. Stay in it. Be persistent. I mean, I, I do a business, Pastor as someone knows it, um, it is called La Buena. A lot of people come into the business and they give up because they just feel they can't, they can't be persistent. Even when I'm not seeing the success, I continue. And the more I continue, the more the millions comes in. So persistent is a resolve in advance. It's a, it's a decision. It's, some, it, 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 it's a mind made up that never to give up no matter what happens. No matter the situation, that is persistency. I would never give up on this thing. If anybody would give up, not me. So I need you to tell yourself that in my business, if anybody's going to give up, it's not me. I'm not going to give up. And you must not give up. You must rule the idea of giving up because what will make you to accelerate your business success is the spirit of persistency, staying in it. If you advance confidently like this, in the direction of your dreams and you resolve in advance that you would never quit my guy my sister my brother you are going to win the reason why you have always lost all the while is because somewhere in your mind you have given room for i will fail and if i fail, i'll find something else to do the day you make up your mind that it's either i win or i win that is when you start winning the day you tell yourself, you resolve in your heart that it is either I make it or I make it. There is no other option other than making it. That is when you win.
So you move as if there is no other option. You do all you have to do as if there is no other alternative other than to win, and you will win. So that, because of time, let me be fast. The top thing I want to talk about is direction. Remember that's what we talked about. We talked about knowing, knowing. Direction is key. And so what is direction? Do you know where you are going? As a business person, do you have a clear cut picture of where you are going in two years time, in three years time? Are you clear about what you are meant to do next week? Are you clear what you're meant to be doing in one year's time? Are you clear what you're supposed to do in five years time? Where are you going? Are you just being busy? Or you're actually in business? Even if you're a career person, what is your career plan? Do you have a direction that in three years time, I remember when I was working, I told myself I was gonna work for 10 years and two years to learn, three years to become a manager, and by the 10th year to get to the peak of my bit of my work and get out to start my business. And I look, it worked out exactly as I intended it to be. Do you have a direction? as to what you are doing or you're just being busy that's why i told you at the beginning being busy is not the same thing as being in business where are you going in this business do you have a specific goal do you have a clearly set out goals in every areas of your life that guarantee you higher level of success and achievement in all do you have it do you have it written down if i ask you show me your tell I mean, your, your, this year's goal, even this year, do you have a goal written out for it? Clarity is important. What you want, do you have it clear in your mind? Where you are going, do you know it? So when you are clear in your mind as to what you want, where you are going, you will get there faster. The reason why so many people are, are, are not even making a headway because they don't even know where they are going. So my prayer for you today is that after this meeting, you're going to sit back and ask yourself, where am I going? Enough of just doing things anyhow. Enough of doing this, doing that, waking up in the morning, going out by 6 a.m., coming back at 4 p.m., I mean at 9 p.m., and there is nothing to show. Sit back, sit down, ask yourself, what am I doing? There are times I don't even go out. I sleep, I sit down at home because be, being busy is not the business. It's not when I go out that money will come. I can sit at home and generate millions. Clarity, knowing exactly what to do. And Jesus knew what to do. The labor of a fool wearied everyone around him because they do not know what to do. They do not know how to enter into the city. Do you know how to enter into your millions? Do you know how to take your business to the next level? Stop putting pressure on people, on your family. Clarity. Have a sense of direction. Have your goals clearly written out and pursue them. I mean, I, I, mean, I, I, I teach on goals. If you want me to help you, your goal setting and how to achieve your goals, we can... We can see Pastor Osamo, then we can have a session together and I can help you with all of that. Now, the next thing, the fourth thing, as we, I mean, getting close to the end, is decision. It's not enough to be persistent. It's not enough to have clarity and 
after you are clear as to what to do, the next thing is you to make, make a decision on what to do. And when you make that decision, do it. Every great leap forward in life is preceded by, by clear decision. What I'm simply saying here, take action. Take action. A lot of people do a lot of analysis that leads to paralysis. They will do a lot of analysis why this one will not work, why this will work. They are, they are doing a lot of talking. And for one year, two years, three years, they're not taking action. Someone that takes action is better than the wise man just taking doing analysis in his head. Every high achieving men and women are decisive by deciding that they take action. They do what they got to do. They are decisive in their thinking and in their actions. They're not just thinking, they're not just analyzing, they are taking actions. They decide exactly what they want and they take specific, specific actions to turn those decisions into reality. Everything in life, every success flows from decision. Nothing will happen until you make decision. No matter how big the idea is, no matter how great the business is going to be, if you don't take action, you will remain on the spot. So in taking the action, you've got to act boldly like there is nothing that can stop you. You're going to act like there is no failure. Act as if you are, you are, it is impossible for you to fail. And it shall be so. It shall be so. For time, success is not, I mean, as I round up, because that's where I'm going to stop now. Success is not an accident. It is definite result of continuous, persistent action in the unrelenting pursuit of your goal in a manner that is consistent with universal laws. So what I'm simply saying here is this. Success is you being persistent, continuously being persistent, taking action in your persistency and not being tired, not just being analyzing and not doing things, taking action in pursuing your goals that you have, you have clarity about. And when you do that, success is bound to come. You will scale up in your business. You will scale up in every way. Successful people are not necessarily smarter. And that's the beauty as I round it up. Those who are successful today, they're not people who are necessarily smarter. They're not smarter than you. They're not better than others. They just discovered success principle that we just shared. Be persistent, have clarity, take decisions. Don't be just, don't just realizing, work on your belief system. And when you do all those things, I want to assure you, in your business, you will scale up. In your career, you will scale up. So I want to thank you for your time. And as I bring my session to the end. So that's the end of my session. Pastor, I'm done. If there's any question, I'll be glad to answer it. Thank you so much. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. Uh, I'm really blessed. I'm really blessed. I don't know about you. I don't know. Can we just um, one word of prayer? One word of prayer before the question. Father, in the name of Jesus. Okay, this time around, I'm going to call um, the Attorney General of the Federation. I know you will say I'm, in, I'm blowing him up. Attorney General, I know you know yourself. Just unmute and pray for him. Because I ask him questions. Attorney General. Attorney General. 
you know yourself. Please just unmute yourself and just let's pray before we can start asking questions to seal up what we have um, what we have heard. Okay. Hallelujah. Kambarista Abalala. Can we pray for him? Then um, if you can hear me. Okay, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your faithfulness. We have blessed your name, O God, for the section that you have given us the grace to listen to. And by the power of your spirit, you establish us in our truth and in our righteousness. In the name of Jesus, that this word that we've heard will not come in through one ear and flood it next year. But Lord, it will sink in us and produce massive results in us in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray for your servant that you have used to bless us tonight, that you will replenish him. You will grant him, oh God, the grace to continually forge ahead in that which have come down to his end. In the name of Jesus, you will bless his water, you bless his bread, you bless his storehouse. In the mighty name of Jesus, we cover everyone who have heard this of Jesus and that he will pray, oh God, for instantaneous results. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. In Jesus' precious name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Any question? Amen. Before we finally it up tonight, any question? Any question? Contribution? What stuck out to you? In every training, in every lectures, there is always something that you hold on to. And that is the thing we wanted to talk about it so that we all can, can benefit from what you learned. What did you learn tonight? Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. Sir, God bless you, sir. The Lord will honor you. Amen. It's great to have Amen. you. God bless Amen. you for the impartation. Thank you for the impartation. Just like the topic we treated last two weeks, two weeks ago, talking about renewing your mind. It's like you were, you were with us because he said something. He said, every action takes, every action starts from decision making. And he said, we should keep reminding ourselves, is it that I make it or I make it? No, is it that I make it or I give up? So the give up aspect is not there. There is no option. Just as as faith doesn't have option. So we must not have option, but to make up our mind that we are going to make it. And we are going to just make up our mind that it can only yes. get better for us. So once we have that mindset, we are unstoppable. So God bless you, sir. Amen. So we'll continue to, to increase your language. Amen. Thank you, sir. Amen. We have women among us. Can any woman unmute yourself? And tell her because men cannot men cannot do without women because there's there's a woman factor. So please, any woman, we can just um what you learned because you are with us from the beginning of the program, and we want to um, recognize every woman in this group. I want to recognize the Mrs. Pumela Lowry. I want to recognize Mrs. Moa Adelaja. God bless you. I want to recognize. I think I'm seeing this face for the very first time. If she can hear me, Mrs. Mrs. I don't know, but from the face, looks like it's Mrs. Mrs. Tayo Owashina. Owashina. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. I hope I didn't father the, the name. Please, I want every woman, if you can hear me, kindly unmute yourself and just shout praise the Lord. 
You are wonderful. You are blessed. Please, if my, wife, my wife have a my wife my wife have a question to ask. Okay, okay, you can go ahead. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, thank you very much sir, for the lesson. Um, uh, I want to ask, how much can one invest to earn that kind of profit? At least, let's say for six months. Because he's talking, he said, um, uh, get, uh, be, uh, be busy or you are doing business. So you, you, you can't be busy and be, and be how there's how you put it. So I, I want to know how not, can one, how much, yes, yes. How much can one invest? Because nowadays you see that uh, at times you go to, you go to the shop, and at the end of the day, you can't even make, you can't even sell up to certain amounts that you feel that, okay, this is what I want to, what I want to take home for the day. This is what I want to, you understand? Because business is so dull to these days. Even food items, you cannot even lay your hand on something and say, okay, this is what I'm doing and I'm getting so, so amount of money. At the end of the day, you end up eating up the money because you're not getting what you have really, really invested. So I want to know, like how much can somebody invest in the in in the business that you know that okay by okay six months time one year time I I can be any like six hundred okay let let just say if I have what kind of like a business can you do hundred thousand profitable right what yeah, kind of yes okay profitable and the amount that one can invest in it coach uh, okay you thank thanks. <laughs> Thank you so much, madam. Um, the, the first thing I want to say is that you've got to, first of all, invest in your mind, in your belief system. Of course, I, I will tell you. Look, Bible says, and Isaac sowed in the land and reaped in the same year a hundredfold because the Lord was with him. Now, the, what means, what happened is that other people were also sowing, other people were also working but they were not making the money, the return that he was making. Why? Because there is a belief system. Look, you, you must tell yourself, no matter, no, no matter, that's, that's, look, I've, I've lost millions in my life. I've, there was a business I did in my life at the point, that's about five years ago, I lost close to 160 million. I'll call it again for you to understand, 160 million in one single transaction. So it's not like you will not lose money. It's not like, but in spite of those losses, in spite of those things, is a resolve I, as a person, I have in myself that I would never go broke. I would never become stranded. So I, as I make losses, and I've made money in other things also, I keep forging ahead because I have a belief system that tells me that I am going to be massively successful. So when you have that belief in yourself, it, it, it draws you to the right investment. It's not about the amount of money that you're asking. Look, if you have 10 million, it's not enough for business and it's also enough for business. If you have 100,000, it is also enough and it's also not enough. It depends on the business you want to put the money into. You know, but I can, I can, can tell you, um, because I don't know your kind of person and um, I'm careful at telling you do this or do that. 
but I can tell you that there's a business I do with pastor that I, as, as you're talking, that I think I'm fitting to your, you as a person um, because the business doesn't have, you don't have to be everywhere. I'm, as I speak, I'm not in Nigeria right now. I should be back in Nigeria, maybe in another one month time. But every day, I still make money from that business. I don't, I don't live, um, I'm not in Nigeria, but I earned, last week I still earned close to 200,000 in that business. And I did not, I didn't, I didn't do anything. All I did was just to tell this one or tell that one something. And money came. This week, I know I will, if I don't make money from that business, I'll still make over 100,000 this week. I'm too sure about that, you know? So you, you can do that kind of, you can, we, we call it leveraging, leveraging. It means it's a business that you don't have to be there all of the time, and yet they generate money for you. You can do all of those kind of things. So um, I know I don't want to start promoting, I mean, business here, but I will tell you, you can see Pastor for that business. Tell him, Pastor, please tell Madam, this Madam, about La Buena, that business. Okay. It's it is a fantastic business you can do. You can, I mean, I I can I can be everywhere in the world. I like to travel everywhere, and I can be everywhere in the world, and I'm making the money without being. I mean, I don't have to open the shop or lock in the shop. And I don't have to employ people who squander my money. But money is coming in. So you could do that business. You could also do, I mean, for, for the, the, the earlier part of my life, I was an investment banker. I work with the top investment firms in Nigeria. So you can also do investment in the capital market. But in, in, in these days, the capital market is not really buoyant. You can put in your money and it dips tomorrow. So except you have money you want to live for a very long time, very long time. I'm talking about, when I say long, you're talking about 12 years, 15 years, 20 years. But if you don't have that kind of money, if it's money that you want to use now and make money, do that other lap when that business you're talking about and it might be good for you. And I think the minimum investment is about about less than about 45,000 Naira. And the potential for income is massive, is massive money. So Pastor, you can help me I mean, on the one-on-one, so that we don't um, turn uh, the ministry into business uh, talk uh, <laughs> with, with her, so that she gets to know. Okay. Hope your question was answered. Welcome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Any any other question? Any other question? Contribution, suggestions, observations. What God has touched you tonight. It's always good to get a feedback. It's a conference. It's a conference. It's a conference and um, it's always good. There's a feedback. The feedback helps us to know that you're actually learning and you got something from here. So please feel free to, um, please feel free to express yourself. We are, we are family of God's people. We are intercessors. And God has been doing wonders in our life. So, okay. I'm waiting so that we can close. The, the grand finale is tomorrow. I know we had a long day. Okay. Anybody else? 
Angela Biodun, do you have anything to say? All right. Okay. Can we just pray in the Holy Ghost? Can we just unmute ourselves? Please kindly unmute yourself and just pray in the Holy Ghost. This is um, 11.01 p.m. in the West African region, and I believe it will be around um, 7 p.m. in the Eastern region. Please kindly unmute yourself and just pray in the Holy Ghost. Because you, are, you might have gone for many great meetings. I believe, I believe so strongly in going for a meeting and um, hold on to something, something that you run with, something that when next you're going to have a program like this, you will have a bag load of testimony. Kindly unmute yourself and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost. The Bible says, He that speaketh in an unknown tongue, speaketh mysteries. There's a lot of words you will communicate in the realm of the Spirit, and there is something that you will feel that God has done in your life. Please, if you have the baptism of the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking in tongues, kindly begin to run your tongue. I will not just attend the program for attending but Lord, the invitation I received tonight, the enemy will not steal. Minde robo swara katalika baba baliata riba tranta baba. The eyes of my understanding will be enlightened. In those swara I will not invest hungry. I will not invest because I will swallow up my potential. I will swallow up my resources. In those swara my enteria baba. Ribo se kele sonda ki kalababa rekata hinda kula bababa edo sonda inde kapomu bababa ribo siyala kapahinde keboria ribo sakata hinda balakuria bababa ribo se keteria katalabarus ribo kahinde lakata hinde kababa ribo se kelakata kudakja reketa rakata labarus rekaparuma kapitele kalababa ribo se de kobradishete riba kahanda lekete kalabaras. In the name, there is a word for somebody here. As I close my eyes, I saw keys. And a lot of the church come and say, You have received the keys. He said, Use the key. He said, I don't know who you are. I don't know who you are. I did not manufacture this. Who am I to do that? I'm not exciting you. But God said that you have the keys. I'm seeing the keys. But you are afraid to step out. You are looking at your incapability. You are seeing the limitation. But the limitation has been taken away. You are the one limiting yourself. God has blessed you. The key is in your hands. What goes on in the economy do not affect what God wants to do in your life. Isaac sowed in the family land and he reaped an underfold and he, was, he became envious in that land. And he was even in a strange land. He said, I should tell you, quit complaining, but start praising God. That when you complain, it brings a veil that you do not see every opportunity that comes away. You see them as an excuse. You complain about them and you shut the door. He said, change tonight. Make up your mind tonight. Mandoro Kasiata. Je ende kuriakarababa. Opportunity.
opportunities that will come will not tell you an opportunity. But when you are connected to God, you will have a decide in your spirit that this is an opportunity for me to take it. He said, do away with fear. Do away with fear. Fear has been robbing you of divine opportunities. Fear has been robbing you of financial capabilities. He said, tonight, do away with fear. Fear is a torment, and it will always keep you abased. Makonda inde rubasiata, jee koria kataria, lis koria kapa andaria latosia, jee katonda kaparia, umma kahanda lasete, o koria kaita kubariata, le koria barazados, rikeri kata inde koria, hikeria kama. He said, "Don't be afraid to step into the deep." He makiaba. He said, "God is with you." He said, "He is with you." He he said, stop looking at the impossibilities. Stop looking at the limitations. Stop looking at those mountains because I have taken you above them. David did not look at the side of fire. The side of Goliath did not intimidate David, but he understood the side of the God. He said, in the name of Jesus, I command that veil, that veil, that veil that have, that have hindered you this long. I set that place on fire now. In the name of Jesus, that veil, that veil, that veil, Shekoto, Ikata Ekorobaliata, I set that veil on fire. Ika Pradia Seteria Kakata, Yeketa Lasoto, Ika Prados Tetelebo, Lepuda Katayaraba, Akita Naturiata, Shekekesh, Uria Katia la Karabosia, Akia la Tadiata Kakarabo, Ripariata, Ika Kalasa Talusti, Okundeliaba, Ika Prada Seteria, Lepua Masutea. Yes, it's a new dawn. 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 Oh yes, Jesus. It's a new dawn. It's a new dawn. It's a new dawn. You are coming out. You are coming out of that shell. You are coming out of that England. You are coming out of that problem. It's for problems to promotion. In the name of Jesus. You can never be saved again. You can never be imprisoned again. In the name of Jesus. Square, I'm making appreciate God. Hey, Lord, I thank you for tonight. Lord, I thank you for this tonight. Lord, I thank you for tonight. I know tomorrow will be greater than this. Lord, I thank you for tonight. I cover my family in the blood of Jesus. I cover my surroundings in the blood of Jesus Christ. I will not remain the same again in the name of Jesus. I seal up everything I've heard tonight. I will not just hear it, but I will make use of it so that I will become a champion in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Blessed be your name of God. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying. In Jesus' precious name, we are praying.
Amen. Before we share the grace tonight, tomorrow is the grand finale. Amen. We have a better yesterday. We only have a glorious day. Tomorrow is going to be better than what we today. Please invite somebody and be, be, and be praying along for the program. And I'm telling you something. God has done something tonight. I can feel it. I've seen it. And I know it's, it's manifesting already. I needed to plug into it. You know what God did today? You know, tomorrow will be God. Uh, by the grace of God and in the name of Jesus, we will not miss our reward in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Can we share the grace and fellowship? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest with us forevermore. Amen. Surely. God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall fill in the house of the Lord forever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank the speakers for today. God bless you so much, Pastor Solomon. God bless you so much, Koshulwa The name of the Lord will continually be glorified in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. And we are indeed so blessed. And we are looking forward to sit at the round table of the billionaires. The billionaires, because God's, uh, 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 God, John verse 2 says, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health as thy soul prospereth. I see everyone becoming a mighty man and woman of value in the name of Jesus. Not only in the area of finances, in every area of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. Go and succeed. Go and bring forth testimonies. God bless you. Don't forget, every morning we have our Tongues of Fire devotional, 6 o'clock West African time in the morning, 6 a.m. to 6.30, half hour, Monday to Saturday. On Wednesdays, we have our Night of Encounter and Glory, 11 p.m. West African time. And on Sunday in the evening at 12 a.m., we have three hours praying in the Spirit for the body of Christ and the nations of the world. It has always been wonderful. God has been wrought mighty miracles. Please, you can always join us. God bless you. Have a wonderful night. In Jesus' name. Amen.